Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I am your host, Scunny Waz. What's happening? Happy New Year. Hope you guys are all well. Hope you all are safe. And uh, we're, we're at it again. We're back at it again. We got uh, Team Maryland. They were back in action this week. Same with Stevenson. Uh, men's, women's, and D2 club. We'll get to some players as well. But first, some big news uh, on Friday. As it looks like uh, the Black Bear Sports Group, which uh, has a lot of rinks, also owns the Maryland Black Bears, Youngstown Phantoms, Mercer Chiefs, uh, they have now uh, assumed control of Team Maryland, the youth hockey club Team Maryland, and uh, they're going to enter a long-term lease to operate the AAA Youth Club um, moving forward. Seven AAA teams uh, have been uh, acquired, and uh, that's pretty huge. That is pretty huge for this situation uh, in terms of what's going down in uh, just the elevation of hockey in Maryland and what this can be for the region. Now, uh, with that comes some changes as well. Michael R. Weiss, who was the former president of Team Maryland, will remain as the scheduling director and also a resource to the Black Bears moving forward. But pending immigration documentation, Robbie Murden will be the hockey director uh, and the 15U coach beginning in the 2023-24 season as well, Merton will serve as the general manager, the assistant general manager to all Black Bears junior hockey, uh, including AGM for the Youngstown Phantoms, Maryland Black Bears, and so on. Merton joins from the Tri City Storm slash Windy City Storm organization, where he was the director of player personnel for the nationally ranked uh, 18U squads. Overall, he has uh, held roles in scouting, drafting. Uh, for the uh, scouting and drafting for the Tri-City Storm of the USHL and is one of the founders of the Bishop Kearney Selects uh, out there in uh, in the Bishop Kearney area. I don't know what that <laughs> Bishop Kearney area. I don't think that's actually a city, Scott. Where Where is Bishop Kearney at? Oh, Rochester, of course. Uh, the upper upstate New York situation. So got that going for him. Um, also announced uh, will be uh, Peter Laboutelier, who is the assistant coach for the Black Bears right now. He will take over as the 18U head coach next season. Mike Donnellan, uh, who is currently the 15U coach, will be the director of operations and head coach for the 16U team. That puts uh, a little bit uh, uh, of uh, interesting situations going abound, which also leaves uh, Tony McCauley and Matt Reed uh, as odd people out and they will go on to their uh, uh, future endeavors unfortunately but in the grand scheme of things this is pretty huge I mean you have a top tier uh, club team in team Maryland who has produced a plethora of players uh, throughout the land of course uh, William Nylander being one of them that they they tout a lot and why wouldn't they uh, the region to have this uh, kind of group in the Black Bear Sports Group who has, like I said, a ton of rinks everywhere, a ton of resources at their disposal, um, the ability to do what they need to do uh, to procure players, rink time, all this other stuff. Um, it's huge. And I think for the area, it only makes the developmental of local players in the Maryland area stronger. 
and we'll have the uh, most resources available and the and top scouting and and this that and the other. So it is only a addition to what we see on the youth side, and I'm sure we can see a lot of Team Maryland going forward in the youth programs to uh, have big, big strides moving ahead. So we will have to see what's going on with that in the future, but uh, starting next hockey season, we will have ourselves a nice little uh, situation with, uh, with Black Bear Sports Group uh, and taking control of Team Maryland. So that's very big news in the uh, Ofsted in this, so I had to put that first. And we'd speak about Team Maryland. Team Maryland right now, uh, owned by the Team Maryland EHL team, is owned by the Black Bear Sports Group as it is right now. And they were in action against the Philadelphia Little Flyers to start off the 2023 part of the schedule. And, boy, they debuted pretty nice red jerseys. Uh, uh, pretty swanky, if I do say so myself. It is uh, a, a red jersey, much akin to what the Black Bears have right now, where it has the Maryland flag as the uh, shoulders or the uh, sleeve sleeve roundabout, and then the hem as well. It's there, so it's basically the Maryland Black Bears jersey, but it has Maryland, I think, across the front. I didn't see the front of the jersey too well. Uh, Hockey TV does not have that 4K automation just yet. But Team Maryland goes up to Ashton, Pennsylvania, and they took on the Philadelphia Little Flyers. They come out victorious. In this one, five to three score, and not too much of uh, uh, action. Jackson going on in the first frame in terms of offense. A lot of uh, you know, a lot of one and duns in and outs. Philadelphia putting a little pressure on, not getting many shots on Colin Berkey, but Team Maryland was the first to strike very late in the period with only 2:47 left. Tommy Tracy as a on the power play. No less. Pinching in from the point as they put a forward high in that uh, defensive situation. He comes breaking in into open space. Gets a nice little pass from Matt O'Donnell. O'Donnell uh, putting it perfectly for Tracy. Tracy just one touches it in for his ninth of the season. Team Maryland up one nothing. O'Donnell's fourth assist. Connor McCowell with his third assist of the season. Team Maryland up one nothing going into the break. But uh, right off the bat, Team Maryland gets a two-minute penalty at the end of the frame, and Tristan Diella for Philadelphia makes him pay 103 into the frame as he puts home his 10th of the year, ties the game up at one apiece. And actually, as I looked down the this, this score sheet, it was actually 4-4 four and four because uh, the uh, little Flyers got a penalty 54 seconds in, kind of crossed that out. So I don't know why it has power play here on the score sheet, but it is what it is. Uh, Team Maryland would strike back, though. They would get the lead back 4-15 into the third period as uh, Sean Donahue uh, with an ending of a double deflection off a Devin Jolly shot, deflected off Max Morris, deflected off Donahue, and Donahue gets his sixth of the year. Morris, his fourth assist. Devin Jolly, his eighth assist. Team Maryland up 2-1. And then low, 50 seconds later, Tommy Tracy gets his second of the game. Uh, 10th of the season on the transition, just breaking down the right side with speed, throwing it far side and putting it home. 10th of the year, Aiden Parker, first assist of the season. Sean Donahue, his fifth assist. Team Maryland up 3-1. to one. Just past the midway point, uh, the Little Flyers get within one. Andrew Henry gets his sixth of the year, but Team Maryland gets that two-goal lead back. Vladim Froloff. 13-12 into the frame, just sprung in by uh, by Devin Jolly on a little mini break, 
puts it home for his first of the season. Team Maryland up 4-2. to two. Jolly, his ninth assist of the year. And Carson Cabral downs with his fourth assist. Maryland up 4-2. to two. And then a little more than three minutes later, right before the closing of the frame, Devin Jolly gets one himself, picks up the bucket, neutral, comes across the entire neutral zone, uh, and then just goes down into the corner, throws it on net, deflects off a little Flyers defenseman, and in for his second of the year, all alone. And it is 5-2 Team Maryland going into the break. Little Flyers get on the board early in the third. Jack Constable with his fourth of the year, uh, less than two minutes into the frame. But even though they were pressure, Colin Berkey was just that much better. And Team Maryland secure the win in this one, 5-3. to three. Berkey with 23 saves in the W. And uh, a big, big night for uh, Devin Jolly with a goal and two helpers on the evening. So a huge, huge situation for Team Maryland going uh, forward, starting the year off with a bang, much like DDP and his yoga. That puts them at uh, third spot, securely in third by one point over Philadelphia Hockey Club, 13-12-3-2. So on the better side of 500 as they're at the 30-game mark and only a few left to go. Team Maryland now goes to a showcase. They will take on the New England Wolves on Saturday, the Seacoast Wizards on Sunday, and the Valley Junior Warriors on Monday. So those will all be on Hockey TV. Catch it going on there, and it should be a fun time. We'll talk about it next week uh, for you for sure. Stevenson University NCAA squad hits to the ice, and starting off in Angola, Indiana, as uh, they took on the Trinity University uh, squad. This is a game that was a makeup from December when uh, the Stevenson squad came down with a little bit of illness throughout the team, so they had to go make it up. They did it at the beginning of the year, so starting a little bit, uh, little bit early in this one. But here we go uh, as uh, they took on Trine, and unfortunately, it was a five-three defeat. Uh, Stevenson did get on the board first late in the first period. Aiden McDowell creates a turnover. In the neutral zone, finds Frank Fatucci. Frank Fatucci finds Liam McCanny. Liam McCanny pots at home. one nothing. Stevenson at the break. Then Trine gets one. Garrett Halford pots home uh, the goal going through uh, defense and put it on Marco Sturma. Sturma, unfortunately, unable to grab that word tied up at one. Anthony Starzy, though, uh, 645 into it. He had a nice little goal from Eric uh, Eric Olson. 2-1 Stevenson. Uh, as they are uh, up going into the third period. In the third period, trying, they busted out of the gates very fast in this one as uh, Josh Wright uh, found the back of the net, makes it 2-2. Two to two. Mustangs again getting a lead as uh, Liam McCanny gets a, uh, uh, a nice little pass chipped up to Austin Master. Master finds Frank Fatucci in the crease, and there it is. Frank Fatucci's first goal of the year is kind of a... Uh, <clears throat> kind of surprising to see. He was a guy who was very called upon last year for this squad, but uh, he gets him on the board 3-2, to two, but then Trine gets three straight in this one. The Thunder get a rebound goal from Drew Welsh with under five minutes remaining and then took a lead with under two minutes remaining with a loose puck in the back of the net from Brandon Pappas and then to add injury to insult, uh, 15, uh, 13 seconds left, Frank Terrazera with the empty netter, 5-3 to three on this one. Um, Sturma had uh, 32 saves in his first start of the season. 
Uh, and, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it is uh, not the side they want to come out on. Uh, and it didn't get any better. They had to travel to Adrian, Michigan, and take on the number three seed Adrian Bulldogs. And this one was a uh, not a great one for Stevenson here. They dropped this one three to one. Adrian got two goals in the first four minutes from Hunter Went and Bradley Summers uh, to put them up quick, two to nothing here. But uh, John Musella getting one with under five minutes in the first period. Uh, nice little uh, pass from Jake the Snake Roberts and Malcolm Palmer, uh, and that puts it two within one. And then Adrian kind of shut the door from there. They were uh, stymied. Uh, Stevenson was stymied in the second period and the third period. But on the power play in the third period, tie ends for Adrian Potts at home, making it 3-1. to one. And then with under uh, two minutes remaining, Austin Klein for Adrian shorthanded as the Mustangs again tried to empty the net. And it did not work. For the one, the final, Ryan Kenny, 48 saves, faced a ton of shots by Adrian, including 18 in the second frame. But uh, unfortunately, I uh, was not able to get the dub in this one. But as it goes for even Stevenson University, they are able to pick things back up. They uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of rage in their eyes, I'm sure. A little bit of uh, chutzpah they needed to uh, put forth. They went to Kings. Uh, University in Pennsylvania or King's College. I can't remember which. Uh, but they went there and they decided to uh, leave their manners at home as on Friday night they just rolled uh, the Kings uh, Kings University and an 8-1 to victory in this one. Power play goal started off the scoring. Eric Olsen just passed the midway point with uh, Malcolm Palmer and Evan Beers on the assist. Uh, and that put uh, Stevenson up one nothing. Kings uh, got one back um, less than a minute later. Luke Babylon with uh, with the goal, tying it up. But then with 25 seconds left before the first intermission, Zach Egbert puts Stevenson ahead uh, with uh, Graham McCroy and Connor McDonald uh, with the assist there. I think it's uh, Connor, yeah, Connor McDonald with the assist on that. Then Stevenson just didn't look back. Uh, 1-10 into the period. Brandon Rylott uh, on the goal. Malcolm Palmer, a second assist on the goal. Eric Olson with the assist as well uh, for the goal. Liam McCowney gets the middle stanza going uh, three minutes later with a, a nice little goal for himself from Austin Masters and Frank Fatucci on the assist. And then 5-1 unassisted from Graham McCroy, 547 into the third period with Liam McCowney getting his second of the night uh, just over a minute later with uh, unassisted from him. Then Frank Vitucci getting on that scoring roll with a power play goal in the third from Austin Masters. And then Jake Roberts rounding it out uh, with uh, just about five minutes remaining from Nick Deneen and Alex Reve. That's all she wrote on that. Ryan Kenny, 19 saves in this one. And they get the dub due uh, Stevenson in a all all-important UCHC and MAC matchup. Uh, going into that. So they had all the momentum. They carried that into Saturday's game where, once again, they uh, took on Kings and, once again, only giving up one goal. They put up four of their own. Stevenson goes uh, a nice little sweep of the weekend, finishing 2-2 two and two on the week uh, on that one. 
Uh, started off with Alex Rive in the first period, finding the back of the net five, just over five minutes in. Liam McKinney with the uh, the assist, and then McKinney said, uh, you know what, I want a goal. Three minutes later, Potts at home, Anthony Starzy, Austin Masters with the assist from that. Rhett Padgett, he got a goal for uh, Kings, however. Uh, just under seven minutes remaining in the frame. Cuts the lead to one. No goals in the second period. Ryan Kenny didn't face many shots. He stopped five overall. Stevenson put on 15, but they were not able to uh, get anything past the Monarchs. Goal tending, but in the third period, uh, again, forgetting their manners. Eric Olsen gets one, 352, into the final frame from Starzy and Palmer. And then the uh, final one with just about five minutes remaining. Austin Master. Power play goal from Aiden McDowell and McCanny, and whoop, there it is, four to one. Your final in this one, Ryan Kenny making twenty saves in this one, and I think he's going off to university games. Him and Austin Masters are about to go off to university, uh, the university games here in a bit. So uh, that's where we stand there. Where does uh, where does Stevenson stand right now? Well, next week they're going to Nazareth, Pennsylvania, to take on the uh, Dutchman. Uh, it's a home-and-home. Home. Uh, actually, Lebanon Valley, I'm sorry. Home-and-home home against Lebanon Valley, Friday on the road, uh, and then Saturday at home at the Reisterstown Sportplex. This team right now 7-8-0, oh, 4-4-0 in conference, uh, two-win streak, very even Stevens in this one. Home and away records are pretty close as well. So uh, got that going for us overall. We'll see what this team can do going into next weekend. The Mustangs did get a commitment this weekend, uh, and I think he's actually going to start play here. Uh, or, he, or he was in the uh, was he in the lineup this weekend? Let me see. Yeah, he was in the lineup this weekend, and that's Ford DeLoss. Dunford DeLoss, a.k.a. as they have here on Elite Prospects. He is from Charleston, South Carolina, 20-year-old goaltender. Uh, last played earlier this season for the NCDC's uh, Islanders Hockey Club, 5-8-1 on that with a 3.39 goals against and a 900 save percentage. Played in the USPHL premiere with the same Islanders team last season and the NDC, NCDC on that totaling 9-8-2 on the year. So we will see what he can bring to the table uh, for this squad here. As see, Matt Lane has checked out of the system. He was uh, rostered on the team earlier in the year, uh, had not gotten to any games this year, but has suited up as the third goaltender, but he was not listed this weekend uh, on the score sheet, so we will see, have to see what happened with him, if it's injury or if it's otherwise. So, uh, But uh, Ford DeLoss is now another goaltender for Stevenson University. Uh, going to the women's side of things, and it was... Not not the greatest of weekends for the uh, Stevenson University women as they took two, uh, two heavy losses, I would say, to Nazareth uh, starting off on Friday going up to... I don't know why they played in Rochester and then they played in Reading. Make that make sense, somebody. In any case, uh, they went up on Friday night and they lost to the powerhouse Nazareth uh, Golden Flyers 4 to nothing. Uh, Flyers get started early uh, with uh, a goal from Ali Wastris, and then in the middle of the frame, Nicole Van Stralen. Ponce at home makes it 2 0 going into the break. Second period, Wal Waltris again 
with her second of the game. And then Abby Flanagan early in the third period ends that. And uh, that's all she wrote for Cobb on that one. Maggie Sinert gets 39 saves in the defeat. Uh, as uh, it didn't get any rosier on Saturday night as the women lose 7 to nothing in this instance here. Abby Flanagan with uh, two goals for herself. And then uh, Nicole Van Stratton, uh, Audrey Donahue, Julia Holmes, Morgan Lugenberger, and Maggie Falsgraf with the other goals overall, two power play goals for the women, uh, for the Nazareth Golden Flyers. And uh, just not not many not many shots overall. Twelve in the uh, four uh four 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 were the shot totals for Stevenson. Can't produce much offense uh, when you're always on defense. Olivia Deguire faced 52 shots on goal, stopped 45 of them in this seven to nothing defeat. Women will try to get back on track. They will take on a uh, a uh, Alvernia squad, which is a little up and down. But maybe this is a weekend that even Stevenson can get back on track, get back to a little bit of uh, uh, good graces. Five seven and zero right now. Three five and zero in conference. That's a big one right there. But uh, at home, good home cooking. Four one and zero. So Saturday's game looks like it could be. A good boost for them. However, they got to learn how to play away from the rink. One six and zero on the year away from the Reisterstown Sportplex, and lucky for them, they've got a lot of uh, a lot of home games coming up. So maybe that's a little bit of mojo they can get going forward, uh, and hopefully, hopefully get some dubs out of this. Stevenson's D two club team. They were playing as well. Uh, no score sheet to be had. It's all fine though because. Not too, unfortunately, not too much to report. Uh, they took on the University of Delaware's D2 squad. Delaware wins nine to one on the back of six second period goals for the Blue Hens coming out of this one. But Stevenson trying to get back on the horse. They'll be at the Reisterstown Sportplex against Georgetown on Friday night. Then they'll travel up uh, to take on Bryn Athlon uh, at their rink on Saturday. So we will have to see what Stevenson can pull out of their hat. A little slow start to the new year, but that's all right. New year, new them. Got to get over the hangover. And now it's time to focus, focus, focus. Have a strong second half of the season. Let's get to some players. That's right. Uh, we'll start off with uh, Scott Kremen, who I didn't realize this, but he is now off the college already over at SUNY Canton for the Ruse. Uh, played in the, is, uh, in the first two games back for SUNY. And uh, was able to get one shot on goal and block a shot in the split weekend that they had against SUNY Geneseo. So uh, got that going for him. So shout out to Scott Kremen uh, and him moving forward uh, in his hockey career. Micah Berger started off his uh, his new year. He ended his, his year great. He started off his new year great. Uh, on the uh, 30th. Uh, since we have to backtrack since I wasn't here for that. Uh, he got two goals and an assist for Wenatchee, uh, so three points overall, uh, even though they lost in overtime to the Prince George Spruce Kings, but he did get an assist the next night against Prince George uh, to up that total. Then on uh, the 6th this past Friday against the Powell River Kings, gets an assist in that one, an overtime victory, and then a hat trick against the uh, Cuchuan Valley Capitals. Three, nothing, or, uh, three goals in that one. For him, out of the four, for the Miami of Ohio 
commit currently 40 uh 25 points in 22 games 14 goals and 11 assists for the Bethesda native Matthew Danzinger had a strong showing the past couple of games in his last four games he's been racking up the points for the Shreveport Mudbugs Danzinger gets a uh, got a goal and an assist in uh, on the 29th against the uh, Corpus Christi Rays then got an assist the next night that Friday night against Corpus Christi and then on uh, this past Saturday against El Paso, gets an assist there, bringing his total up to 10 assists and 11 points on the year, uh, crushing his uh, NAHL totals from his time against uh, or in Danbury for the big the hawking defenseman. Before the break, Lacey Eaton had a goal on uh, the New Year's Eve, I think it was, against Quinnipiac, probably New Year's Eve Eve, as uh, she got a goal uh, in a 3 nothing victory against Quinnipiac. That puts her total up to 13 on the year, 28 points through, in, uh, through 21 games as Wisconsin going to get back on that horse here sooner rather than later. I think this weekend they come back at it once again. Patrick Giles has been finding his sweet spot in the AHL and had a goal on the 31st, New Year's Eve for the Checkers and a big 3-2 uh, to two victory over, Lake, or over Cleveland that had an assist on Friday night against the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins in a victory for them there he's up to three point or three goals and seven points through 33 games in his first full campaign in professional hockey Stephen Holiday is uh really putting people on notice in Ohio State had a big game on uh on Friday night or had a goal on Friday night uh in the uh, win over Michigan State and then had a big performance on Saturday three assists for him against Michigan State, putting him up to 21 points, 15 assists in 22 games for uh, the uh, Maryland native. I think it was Glenwood, Maryland. He says he's from in his little audio clip on the website. Bryce Montgomery, a goal-scoring machine, potted, uh, potted his second goal of the year uh, against the Madison Capitals for the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders. Uh, that puts him at, like I said, two on the year, five points overall for uh, his time with Cedar Rapids. Uh, that's the most goals he's scored in junior hockey in a single season. So shout out to him uh, finding that offensive touch to go along with his stay-at-home defensiveness uh, that he possesses with his, uh, you know, just giant presence back there on the blue line. So a huge, huge shout out to Bryce Montgomery for getting another goal on the year. Before the, uh, the New Year break, Cam O'Neill had a big weekend for himself on the 31st. Three assists against the Lincoln Stars as the Tri-City Tri Storm won 6-1 to one in that one. That puts him up at 12 assists on the year, 16 points in 24 games. And a little shout-out to Luke Rubin, who uh, Fulton, Maryland native, 17 years old, going to be 18 here in February, um, and he is looking uh, he's looking pretty stellar, I would have to say. Over the season so far, combined for the EP Cup Series 18U, the THF 18U, and the 18U AAA in general, that uh, that pretty much comes goes across 40 uh, 55 games. He currently sits at 47 goals on the year and 73 points in that time span. So a big goal scorer uh is there uh, is Luke Rubin so we will have to see what he gets into going forward uh, i'm sure that uh you know that's something a lot of colleges and a lot of junior teams are going to be looking after of course uh he was drafted by the uh Youngstown Phantoms in 20 
uh, 21, number 258 overall in the 18th round. So I'm pretty sure they still own his rights. Uh, so I don't know how that works with USHL hockey, if they still have his tender or not. But in any case, ripping things up goal scoring wise. Uh, so we will have to keep we will keep an eye on uh, Mr. Rubin as his season comes along. Jack Spicer really putting some time in, putting up some dubs in this one. Three, three, three wins this weekend for Jack Spicer on top of the win that he got before the new year started. Um, and the 30th, he did have a loss. So in his last five games, 4-1-0 and oh for Jack Spicer. We'll start off with the 30th game on the 30th. The, uh, the only loss on his record, 27 saves there. Then took on the Youngstown Phantoms, had 28 saves, even though he gave up five goals against. But new year, new Jack. Uh, 24 saves uh, against Sioux City and the Musketeers in a 4-2 win. The next night, uh, 31 saves and three goals against in a shootout victory over the Musketeers. And then against the Tri-City Storm, 25 saves and a big 7-2 win. That boosts his record to 12 Four and zero for the Waterloo Blackhawks. Two fifty-one goals against nine oh seven save percentage, and that's no doubt that he got Player of the Week uh, honors defensively or for goaltending in this. So a uh, for the week itself, three and zero, one sixty-seven goals against two. Uh, what? How does that work? So one sixty-seven goals against. Then he's got eighty saves and a two twenty-seven goals against. And a 920 save percentage. A lot of that math doesn't work out. But in any case, the Rockville, Maryland native getting his uh, getting his due in the USHL. That'll do it. We've done it once again. We've put it out there into the world, and the world said, eh, well, this is fine. Uh, we'll do it all again next week. A, lot of, a couple teams starting back up again. I mean, Stevenson's going. Uh, Team Maryland's going to have the showcase. Towson back up and running next weekend, uh, or this weekend. Uh, and then we wait another time, and then the other teams will go up. So we got that going for us. So stay tuned for all that at Chesapeake HW Pod on Twitter, uh, and then uh, at Clutch and Crab Hockey, Clutch and Crab Hockey on Facebook. So there you go, all the stuff that's going on there. Hooray! Uh, but that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Wads. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week. On the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction, part of Podcast Monsters. Hey, you guys be safe out there. Have fun whenever you do. Uh, watch out for those road conditions. Play that clutch and crab hockey, and we'll talk to you next time through. Peace.